Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to celebrate what you've done. Especially when you're working from home and not commuting anywhere, it can be easy to feel like you haven't done much of anything. But you probably have. So, best to notice that. When I first began working from home almost 20 years ago, I found the switch from an office job disorienting. I was used to getting up and getting into fancy clothes and then taking a train and two buses to get to work. As you might imagine, that process had to be reversed to get home. Moving myself around so much meant that by evening, whatever else had happened that day, I'd feel like I'd done a lot. And then suddenly, I wasn't going much of anywhere. Not only that, no one was monitoring when I started working or when I stopped. If I didn't get much done on any particular day, there was absolutely no hiding that fact from myself. Eventually, I got better at the rhythms of daily life. But one thing that helped me feel productive is learning to make challenging but doable task lists for each day, and then making sure I ended the day with everything crossed off. If I did something that wasn't on the task list, I'd write it after doing it, and then I'd cross it off. I know that sounds silly, and yes, it is kind of silly. But the crossing off was important for me mentally. It was my way of celebrating what I'd done. Crossing items off a list is one approach, but you can also just go straight to the celebration part. At the end of the day, get in the habit of listing the tasks you've accomplished. You might call this your done list, or even if you want to be cute, a to-done list, not just a to-do list. If you've got a supervisor, this would make a great end-of-day email. Your supervisor can't read your mind, and it's harder to keep tabs on things with remote workers. This done list keeps you accountable, lets your manager give you feedback, and let's be honest, will likely lead to a great job note that will help you end the day well, too. You can share your list with team members as well. Not so much for seeking validation as just to keep everyone up to date. They'll probably share what they've done with you which you can applaud. If you've got direct reports, you might ask them to send you a done list so you can keep tabs on what's going on and give them lots of high fives as well. This habit does a couple of good things. First, it keeps everyone focused on what's getting done. Sometimes we can measure workdays in hours, as in I put in my eight. But honestly, who cares about the time? What usually matters is what you did with it. A done list keeps you accountable for results. It can also make you feel really good. There are always things you've done, even if it's not necessarily what you intended to do at the beginning of the day. Sometimes we can get derailed from our to-do lists, but we never get derailed from our done list because, well, it's in the past. If you were supposed to do eight things and you did five of them but did five other things, well, you may need to work on your to-do list making skills. But there is no reason not to celebrate the 10 things that did happen. 
And finally, creating a done list is a great way to end the day. Once you've listed what you've done, you can actually be done. When you work from home and don't have an end-of-day commute creating a boundary around work, this can be a smart way to create such a boundary. You think back over the day. You celebrate all the good stuff you made happen. And then you can shut down your laptop and move on to the rest of your life. So if you are looking for a way to make work-from-home days feel more productive, try making a done list. You just might surprise yourself with how good it feels. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.